It's Fat Camp with Joe Batant and Lori Roggenkamp. This is episode, I think this is episode 12. Wow. wow. No progress. No, actually, there have been prog- some progress with Haley Joel Osment. Sheena Shea. The cast of Dancing with the Stars Season 4. Jason Statham. Sean Mendes. Terrell Owens. Gordon Ramsay. Nipsey Hussong. The old Eastern European woman in front of me at the supermarket right now that only had almost had me maybe late for uh, fat camp because she happened to need it to have her dog food and cat food in separate bags. The Stater brothers that by my house that for some reason ne- will never hire more than one bag uh, grocery store attendant at a time. A traffic cone. Octavia Spencer. The band leader for Stephen Colbert, whose name I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know his name either. Uh, Lori Laughlin. Oh, on today's edition of Fat Camp. Once again, Lori, once again, another action-packed episode of Fat Camp. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Joe Batanz. We have no Evan Ayers here today. Evan Ayers, who by the way, and I, I, don't, I, I know he listens to the show, he's a big fan of the show, and I want him on the show every every chance he can get. But I have a question for you, Lori. Oh, he's gonna mm-hmm. get, his feelings are gonna be so hurt right now when he hears this. When did Evan come on the show? I would say like three or four episodes ago. Oh. All right. Well, hello, Laurie, and hello to everyone listening. Welcome to another episode of Fat Camp, a podcast about two friends determined to help each other lose weight, get healthy, and be happy. Laurie, how have you been? How's your week? How's it going? Tell me how everything's going in your life. Not about the weight loss, though. Right now, let's just shoot the shit. Let's just hang out. Let's just be pals. I know over the weekend you saw your girlfriend, right? And uh, what did you guys do? What did you guys do for laughs? What did you guys do for fun? Uh, We mostly just stayed in. I went to a baby shower uh i went then we we went to we just kind of hung out um wow uh i i oh i had a panic attack or <laughs> i couldn't breathe on tuesday i go oh, to the emergency room did we talk right. about that you, you were you were texting me in the middle of the night yeah i feel bad because i texted you and then you told me later you go i couldn't fall back asleep and i thought for some reason i thought oh he woke up and saw the text and decided to respond no (laughs) no i woke up first uh and then uh yeah and just uh just dealing with that i got my uh they think it might be sinus related so i got my aunt bought me this sinus cleanse thing that you're supposed to shoot up your nose oh yeah i use it i love it uh i it's okay i don't feel like i'm getting anything but i've only done it three days three four days now like twice a day well i did it yesterday was the day i did it twice first day i did it twice a day and then Today I did it. I was going to do it in the morning, but then I kind of was like, eh, I don't okay. really want to do it. Just so for everyone who's listening, what Lori's talking about is there is a device. Well, the basic device is called it's the Neti. It's not the Neti Pot. It's not it's the Neti a- Pot. I know what you're talking about. I have the same thing. So, but so everyone relates, there's a Neti Pot. Neti Pot looks like a tea kettle, and you fill it with water, and then you put this uh, saline solution in there. You mix it together, and then you put you put the end of the teapot in your nose and you tip your head and then it the saline solution runs through your uh, nasal cavity and cleans out in theory your sinuses okay there's mm-hmm. that but then there's another version from the same company who makes an pot called like sign you rinse or something like that and what it yeah. is is essentially it looks like a squeeze bottle it's a squeeze bottle and it's the same thing you put the water in the squeeze bottle and the saline solution you do the whole thing okay but this time, it's the squeeze bottle. You can squeeze it, and you shoot the water up like a cannon through your your sinus cavity, and it cleans everything out. I love it. Yeah. I mean, here's my only problem with it. 
My only problem is you have to use distilled water or you could die. Or and purified. When, or purified water. Yeah, yeah. Purified or distilled water because there's some sort of bacteria. What's funny is the, bac- is the bacteria, first of all, is rare. It's rare. Okay, this bacteria. Super rare. But it's even more rare on the West Coast. I think it's just more prevalent on the East Coast or the Midwest. But they still don't want you to take any chances because if you get this bacteria... There's no cure for it. That's it. You're dead. You're dead within a couple of days. It goes in your brain. It eats your brain. You're dead in a couple of days. So they're saying either use water that's been boiled already. You can use distilled water or purified water. And to me, it's such a fucking pain in the ass that that's why I don't do it all the time. But I do love it. What's your story, Lori? What, what do you what, have you? So tell me about your experience. Now that everyone knows what it is. Well, now I'm terrified of doing it because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a brain-eating bacteria. But now that we know you might get a brain-eating bacteria... <laughs> great what, what, oh, uh, another thing to be uh, nervous about thank yeah, you yeah you're welcome uh I, I, it's been okay they think that uh it might be a combination of like sleep apnea mm-hmm. and allergies and then i also got an inhaler mm-hmm. um so i mean i don't know i think I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's my weight and then a combination of, you know, sleep apnea and stuff. I have a sleep apnea machine, mm-hmm. but I machine. don't use it because I can't breathe with it on. Why not? What do you mean you can't so, breathe with it on? I just can't. I ne- I've never breathed through my nose. I don't, I don't breathe through my nose. Does it cover your mouth and your nose? No, it like, it goes through your nose. So you only breathe through your nose. So while you're so living just, here on the air is that you're a mouth breather. Yes. I'm a mouth breather. I'm a very large mouth breather. But don't you think you um, should learn? I mean, it just seems like it's your... I, you know, like, uh, this kid that I mentor, his dad died, and one of the reasons they think he died was from sleep apnea. You could die from this. No, I know. I, I made an appointment to meet with somebody to talk about getting a mouth guard, because mm-hmm. I also have PMJ. So they said there's, like, this mouth guard that I could get that is that is for sleep apnea and TMJ. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm going to do that because I, I honestly can't, I can't, I mean, yeah, I should learn how to do it, but at the same time, it's also like, I don't think going to bed is the time that I should, that I should learn how to do it. You know, like, I think it should be like a, a thing that like I learn <clears throat> as time goes on. So I don't know. Now, Lumpy Space Pizza in the chat room says that his covered his mouth and nose. Yeah, well, it's a mouth, it's like a, it was like a thing, like a, I had a couple of different versions. Yeah. But the the problem is, is then like with the mouth, with the mouth part, like I just never felt like I was getting a full breath of air. So, and and then I would, what would happen is, is like, I would, I started, what I started doing was taking NyQuil because mm-hmm. I can never fall asleep with it on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll take NyQuil and then I'll fall asleep I'll force myself to fall asleep and then hopefully eventually I'll, I'll get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then throughout the night I would just end up taking it off anyways throughout the night without me even re- realizing it. Do you sleep on your back or your stomach? How do you sleep? I, on my side. On your side. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what might help actually as well is there's a pillow. Unfortunately, the pillow is like 200 bucks. No. But oh, well, there you go. So, uh, all right. Well, now I know. So here's what we learned to this for your week is you went to a baby shower and you may have severe sleep apnea to the point where you can't breathe and uh, th- your life is horrible. Yeah. Well, also, and I mean, I'll, just a side note. Yeah, I know this sounds note. really terrible sure. to say and not to make it about myself because mm-hmm. I feel bad. I <laughs> I think Jay Thomas Plank was a little upset at me that I made a uh, reference to Nipsey Hussle. I actually legit didn't know who that it was until I found out about his passing. And then ever since he, his stuff came out, I was like, I just feel like, why can't I know about cool people and cool things before they die? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like my, my whole life is just constantly like, Oh wow. This guy's really cool. I, how'd you find out about him? Well, he died. This week, yeah. so that's how I found out about him. Yeah. And it's just like you know, I just I I wish I was cool. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, you know, you could be cool by losing weight, Lori. In fact, Lumpy Space Pizza says, um, 
same Lori, I'd end up taking my uh, mask off in the middle of the night too, but I've lost weight and I haven't had an issue since. That's right. Losing weight can also help cure your sleep apnea, Lori. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that it also I've heard that like it combinate a lot of people say a combination of like of like actually taking control of it and wearing the mask and getting sleep. Uh, there was this girl that I watched a YouTube video where it was like how I lost 30 pounds in three months. And she was, she literally, it was a 15 minute video because mm-hmm. she was a talker, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. I know nothing about, Yeah, but I she, yeah, the whole, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing was just her saying, basically the bottom line was that she didn't change any of her diet. Mm-hmm. She just basically increased water drinking water. And then also uh, made sure that she got eight hours of sleep every day mm-hmm. and uh, got started treating her her sleep apnea. Oh. So that was it. And she lost 30 pounds. Wow. Very cool. And so, I don't right. um, Oh, and then uh, what other thing? Shit. I wanted to say something else. Well, while you through. think about that, let me talk about it. I want to talk to the audience here for a second. Lori and I had a conversation over the week. And this Lori is intent on me buying her an Apple Watch. There's nothing she wants more than for me to buy her an Apple Watch. Okay? Yeah. So, then she, this is my favorite part, is then she calls me because she realizes I'm not going to buy her an Apple Watch. All right? Yeah. Well, mainly because you specifically told me several times, I'm not going to buy you an Apple Watch. Yes. I said, I'm not going to buy you an Apple Watch. And and then she calls me. She says, well, I guess what I'm going to do is this. And she had this complicated plan about how she was going to start a GoFundMe to mm-hmm. uh, pay for an Apple Watch. All right. Mm-hmm. But the trick would be, correct me if I'm wrong here, Lori. The trick was going to be that once everyone, you raised enough money to buy an Apple Watch, you were actually going to buy it yourself with your own money and then donate the raised money to charity. Correct. Yeah. Well, I just always feel weird being, being, cause like people like go, people use GoFundMe for like actual, like important things, like, mm-hmm. you know, paying for medical bills, which is what America's all about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I, I kind of feel like I should, if, I don't know, I just had this fear that I would just become like a, a meme. Yeah. For Fox News. It's mm-hmm. just like, look at this fat white lesbian who's on GoFundMe asking for people to give her an Apple Watch. Yeah. And it's just like... So then oh, I boy. thought that was a great idea. And I said, now, Lori, she goes, I don't know what charity I'm going to use. And I go, well, Lori, I don't know if you know this. I founded a charity. I founded a nonprofit, an official nonprofit organization with the government called Undergrad Prep. We take donations. We can take donations that people can write off on their taxes. And I was like, why don't you donate it to that? Right? And so here's the plan, guys. And then we had to take a break because the nurse came in because this was 5 o'clock in the morning when I was in the emergency room. Was it really during the day you were in the emergency room? Yeah. Oh. Here's the deal, everyone. So I have agreed... To buy Lori Roggenkamp. Now you have to understand something. Let's let's talk about how companies work. I have several companies, right? First is Joe Batanz personally. Joe Batanz, are you okay? Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that weird ass noise? Drinking water. It sounded like you were choking to death. Drink how? Water, drink water again. Lori, that is the grossest version of drinking water that I've ever heard in my life. How is that gross? I don't know what sounds I'm making. Am I making a sound? Do drink water again. I honestly don't know. What, is it the squeeze bottle? Is that it? Is it making a sound? I gotta be honest with you. I know you always get mad at me for laughing <laughs> at justice, uh-huh. but you uh, <laughs> you just laughed at me drinking a squirt bottle. So I'm just gonna say that you know maybe you do maybe you take it too too far. Okay. Anyway, 
So oh. <clears throat> Luke said it sounded like she was struggling to choke down a load of cum. Ah, oh, come on, dude. Ugh. Okay. So anyway, here's what we Ugh. came up with. So there's Joe Potent. Joe Potent personally is not going to buy you uh, an, uh, an, an Apple Watch. Okay. Okay. My nonprofit organization is not going to buy you an Apple Watch. Afterthought okay. Media will buy you an Apple Watch. What? Yes. You do all these shows for us. Well, on, there's a condition, though. There's a condition. There's yeah. A condition. You do all these shows for us. You do everything for us, right? I will buy you the Apple Watch if we can raise the money at undergradprep.org. In other words, un, none, okay, everyone should know. The money you donate to undergradprep.org is not going to buy Lori uh, uh, an Apple no. Watch. That's going to go to kids, poor kids who need help getting into college. Okay. It's going to go to dumb things like giving kids college books. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they can better themselves. Exactly. It's not going to go to really intelligent, fun things like yeah. buying me an Apple. Not watch. even in the same bank account, right? Not it doesn't even the, the money never mingles, okay? So it's going to yeah. go to that bank account. But if we can raise the if you can do, if if collectively you and the audience can donate enough money. Now by the way, I can tell you how much it is. Apple Watch Series 3, the one that I have is $279. On Apple. I'm not going to even include the tax. I'm not going to include any of that stuff. I'm not going to include the extra wide band that Lori has to get because her <laughs> Actually, wrist is too I have fat. Shockingly thin wrist. Okay. So, but what I'm saying right now, a little bit of a telethon, go to undergradprep.org, go to the donate button, and if we raise enough money, the equivalent of an Apple Watch, then Afterthought Media, a separate company, okay? We'll uh-huh. buy Lori an Apple Watch. Okay. That is that is the deal. Is that, a, is that a fair deal, Lori? I think that's fair. Yeah, it's a fair deal. So Afterthought Media will buy the Apple Watch, but we need to raise the equivalent for a good cause. So think about it. It's almost, but instead of all the fees go fund me charges, it's you're donating your money to undergrad prep. We're using it for good at undergrad prep. But at least the money went to a good cause. It's not just randomly buying Lori an Apple Watch because she wants an Apple Watch, which I guess it kind of is. But yeah, I mean that's mainly the thing. We're just trying to make we're just trying to make ourselves look better for Jesus. That's it. So so a, a, a humble pie in the chat room has a very good question. He asks, "Do you have an Amazon Smile thing for uh, undergrad prep?" Yes, we do. Uh, we do have an under. So if you want to, what is the underground smile thing? Amazon Smile is this thing. They don't really promote it. Where if you sign up for it, you can basically tell them, "I want a portion of everything I buy on Amazon to go to this particular organization." Oh, and so we are registered with Amazon.com. You could go to am- smile.amazon.com, look up undergrad prep, and a portion of everything you spend on Amazon will go to undergrad prep. But what we're asking right now is to go to undergradprep.org, f- go to the website, hit the donate button, donate some. Look, here's what's funny: there are 31 people in the chat room right there. If all 31 people donated five dollars, that's 150 dollars. We're halfway there. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I'll donate a few bones. I'll donate a few bones. I'll donate. I'll donate twenty dollars to the cause, Lori. I'll donate twenty dollars to undergrad prep uh, in your name. I'll be donating no money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate. I'll donate some money. Uh, no, and also this is a, a best of both worlds because so I've actually wanted an Apple Watch for a while, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend's been like, it's just a. It's not a, a thing that you need. And I keep telling her to shut her face that I do need it. And then she's like, don't tell me to shut my face. That's rude. And that, so then we have a whole thing. Um, but she's been, she want, really wants a couch in her apartment, but she has a couch. Mm-hmm. And so she Where's the story said, going? I, what? Where's the story going? I, I'll tell you in a second. So she said that if I ever buy an Apple Watch, that she gets to buy herself a couch. Mm-hmm. But since I'm not buying an Apple Watch... Mm-hmm. She doesn't get to buy a couch. <laughs> so I get an Apple Watch and I get to shove it in her face and she doesn't get to get a couch. So Well, we so all that's... know you're not shoving it in her face. So anyway, the, <laughs> uh, the... I may lose the Apple Watch. Wait, here's the deal, guys. If you get my drift. 
Guys, I want to give a big shout out right now. So far, Humble Pie has donated. Lumpy Space Pizza has donated. Ray Hartsock has donated. So those people, thank you so much. You have donated to the cause. Throw in my 20. Right now, we have $20. We'll update occasionally, you know, as we go, how much has been donated to the cause, Lori. But uh, maybe we can get there. Maybe we can get yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's great that any of you guys are donating. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that times are tough and it's just, you know, so whatever you're donating is, is great. Yeah, so even, thank you yeah, so that much. Is, she is right. Even if you donated $1, I would be like, what? Yeah. What? That's a lot. Yeah. So, that's a lot of money. So thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, also, it's just nice because I don't know if you guys know this, but Joe is a cheapskate. <laughs> Wait, I'm uh, donating $20 of this. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's to your own company, Joe. No, but, but no, but hold on for a second. I don't like people don't understand something. When you have a nonprofit organization, I have a board of directors. Uh, I have a, a treasurer, a secretary. They, they, I'm constantly getting. This is a real organization that, like, I can't just funnel money out of this organization. In fact, I'm going right now. Here's what I'm doing. So when, like, another the bank accounts are so separate that I actually have to donate money myself, which I'm going to go do right now. Uh, let's see here, donate. There it is. The bu- the button is right there, guys. It couldn't be easier. I'm going to tell you what the experience is even like doing it. I'm going to put don't. I'm going to put twenty dollars to undergrad. I print. wouldn't know because I'm not donating. So. <laughs> donate with PayPal. <laughs> I'm going to sign to my PayPal account. Uh, yes, that's my PayPal account. Yada yada yada. Log in. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Jay Thomas Plank just said, "I I'm don I donated twenty dollars because he wants. I want to hold Lori accountable on using this Apple Watch to the fullest. So I just <laughs> feel like that if I don't use it, <laughs> the chat room's going to be like, we got you that Apple Watch.'" <laughs> So it's like, oh, great. Somebody else to disappoint. Okay, uh, I just donated twenty dollars to undergrad prep. Good. So there you go. Uh, so now that means if if, if Dave Thomas Plank donated twenty dollars and I donated, that means we're up to about fifty dollars. So we're we're almost there, Lori. Great. Do you think we'll? Do you think we will get there by the time the show the episode's over? I don't know if we'll get there, but I mean, we'll get. I think a good portion, mm-hmm. like you said. Uh, oh, humble pie has a really good. You know what? Humble Pie, that's a really good idea. He says, now, first of all, he says, I was going to hold off and donate later in the year because this is a bad time, but I couldn't support, I couldn't not support Lori. So Humble Pie, that is amazing. I'm humbled by you saying that's that. That's very sweet. Right? But he says, you have to add, oh, I like this. If you donate, because he says you have to add, if, he says, you have to add everyone who donated on my fitness pal so we can see your steps every day. I like that, Lori. If you, because yeah. you, if you, you can share your activity. So if you donate, tell us your uh, my fitness pal account and we will add you on my fitness pal and you can track our progress. So for as little as anything, you can just if you just donate money, if you donate a dollar, you can follow. Well, you can follow us on My Fitness Pal and see our progress throughout the week. If you, you have can, an Apple Watch on My Fitness Pal, can't you do like competitions too? You can do competitions, and you yeah. and, on, and also on on Apple Watch. If you have an Apple Watch yourself, I think we can share our activity with you. Oh, nice! Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's actually get. So while you guys talk among yourself about that trying to raise money, let's do this for Lori's Apple Watch. Let's get into it with the actual episode. All right, Lori. As always, how would you rate your eating habits this past week? Uh, I would say, I don't know. I would uh, obviously poor, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh. I just feel like I haven't really eat. I haven't eaten anything too crazy. I've just been in a weird, I get in these weird funks when I'm like, not really like, I'm like in a kind of depressive funk where I just kind of eat a bunch of cereal. So that's all I've been eating. Mm-hmm. It's just cereal. Oh, really? So yeah. Are you depressed right now? I mean, not like depressed, depressed. I just, I, I just kind of feel like, ugh, like I just have a, 
the C set's taking longer than I want. I passed, so I what have the, to take what, this. What, you what is the C set? So C set is what you have to take in order to get into the t- credential program for okay. to become a teacher. Okay. And you and because I'm in a special education, it's three parts. Okay. So it's a multi subject, three parts. So I passed two of the parts. So now I have to take the third part, which is math and science, which mm-hmm. I suck at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. I was supposed to apply April 15th, but I'm not going to be able to because once you take the test, it takes like five to six weeks for them to give you the results. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like, so that means that I won't be able to be in the program till the spring of next year, probably. And then I don't Wait, know. What? It's just, it's just taking a really long time. Wait, I'm confused so. what you said. If you take it April 15th, it takes five to six weeks to get the results. Okay. No, I have to apply to the program by April 15th. Oh. So I haven't been able to pass so, so the test. So the um, the program has to apply April 15th. So if I don't apply by April 15th, then I won't be able to get into the fall program. Mm-hmm. So, But I have to message them to see what, the, what that would entail to see if there's any way I can get in mm-hmm. and possibly pass it later. Because mm-hmm. um, I have most of my prerequisites. I have one prerequisite to mm-hmm. take yeah. um and then just like money like i'm gonna become a substitute teacher next year because mm-hmm. as an aide i don't work that much mm-hmm. and so i just i'm not like i get like maybe eight hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. as an aide and it's just not enough you know mm-hmm. and with my girlfriend it's like we want to move in together <laughs> so i'm just stressing out about a lot of stuff yeah. so it's just it's just like i wish at equal parts i wish that things would speed up but also mm-hmm. i wish that uh you know it was just like i mean i guess i just wish that things would speed up because mm-hmm. i'm just like i just want this to move forward yeah. um so i don't know all right very good well but uh, but yeah, more i'm just deal. eating it, cereal but but here's the it's it's a weird vicious I'm going to be honest with you it's a vicious cycle because you eat cereal because you feel like crap but then you feel like crap because you ate cereal and then it's, it the cycle just continues now look yeah. now what's funny is my eating habits have been very poor this week well actually better than weeks prior like still eating like crap but actually better than weeks prior for a couple of reasons one is a lot of the reasons that I was not eating well were uh, that um that uh, uh, I was working in Paramount, and that just forced me to eat out because I had to wait for traffic and whatnot. And I try to make it as healthy as possible, but uh, I wasn't. But then I got—I actually got kind of sick um, last week, and so whenever my stomach gets sick, it—it's um, actually better for me because. Um, it it forces me to eat well. Cause I have to eat like kind of bland foods, okay? So yeah, uh, I've been actually eating well the past few days, but not like still. Is it super healthy? No, but I've eaten like Chinese chicken salads, and I've been eating you know cereal for breakfast, and maybe like a very simple scrambled egg with the cereal. You know, I always like to have protein with carbs, right? And yeah. uh, so. I think that, uh, but it, but I've been feeling better, and I also have big news that I'm gonna I'll say right now. You remember in the beginning of the month when we were gonna do the whole thirty? Yeah. And I weighed myself, and you remember how much I weighed? Uh, I do not. No, it sorry. was three thirty-five. But remember that okay. was the time that I got my Apple Watch, and for the month of March, I was like pretty much like. Let me see. I can actually look at my history here, but I can tell you when I got the Apple Watch. But I got the Apple Watch. Um, let's see here. Let me look at my history here. Um, is I can't look at it on, on my watch actually, strangely, but I think I've had it for most of March, right? Lori, I did not change my eating habits whatsoever. All I did was because I'm obsessed with closing these rings, is I've been working out a lot more, trying to get healthy, hitting my goals on the Apple Watch. Lori, I lost six pounds. Way to go! I this last yesterday morning I weighed three twenty nine. That's so, amazing. And, and I didn't change my eating habits. Now imagine if I start eating healthier, which I started eating healthier before I came here. I went to the supermarket and I got healthy food for the week. Uh, it, it, it's an incremental thing. Is it like am I am I now like hardcore eating healthy? No, but like at least I'm eating like 
chicken and pasta and not like Big Mac and French fries. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, it, but what's funny is I realized just, just starting by just trying to do, that's why the Apple, Laura, you have to get yourself one of these Apple watches. I'm telling you, it has really pushed me. So then I started working out. I started feeling better. I don't know. And then I started. I feel like it's a big load of hooey. <laughs> I'm going to have to prove it to you. <laughs> oh, reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. The point is that uh, it just by moving more, it's made me feel better, and I've started slowly implementing new changes. Who was that person? I think the person's here. I think it's this person, uh, Jesse. There's Jesse in the. There's a Jesse here in the chat room. I think it's him. Jesse, are you the one who is the one that wrote to us about how now you are like a a, 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 a Pilates instructor and you lost a bunch of weight and you're the one that said we should do one little thing to make these changes? Lori, that's what we need to do. That's why I said progress has been made. I'm closing yeah. these rings. I'm moving more. You know, I'm looking into actually doing like YouTube workout videos. I'm thinking about going to the gym tomorrow because it's going to be too hot. Like, and then I'm starting to slowly work in the food stuff, mostly because I have a big fear of, of my stomach hurting. So, Lori, now with that said, okay, what are your goals for the coming week? <clears throat> well, workout wise, I've actually been doing okay. I, went, I did yoga a couple of times. Oh, that's right. You've been talking about how you've been doing yoga. Yeah. So I subscribe to this uh, online thing uh that's a yoga channel and i've been doing that it's it's not that much it's like maybe 20 mm-hmm. sometimes it's 40 minutes but i've only done the 20 minute ones because mm-hmm. it's like every day they have different ones mm-hmm. um and uh so my goal is to kind of keep doing that mm-hmm. and then um go walk i don't want to i don't think i want to do try and do anything crazy exercise wise because usually when i go to the gym i try and do like a bunch of crazy stuff mm-hmm. like deadlifting and you know <laughs> <laughs> you laugh but that's literally what i i'm like yeah i gotta i gotta bench press and deadlift and squat and uh-huh. then i like you know hurt my knee and i'm out for a month uh-huh. um or like three months let's be honest uh-huh. um but so so i think i'm just gonna my goal is just to because i don't like walking around my neighborhood because it's just kind of cd and there's a lot of like there's a bar really close and a lot of people Uh have died getting hit by drunk drivers so i think i'm gonna just go to the gym and walk for a while i do this Mm -hmm. exercise that i actually liked i found out from a trainer Mm -hmm. where when you're walking you take you can use a medicine ball or like a barbell Mm -hmm. and but i use a medicine ball you take a medicine ball and like you do it in intervals Mm -hmm. so it kind of makes walking less boring but you Mm -hmm. put the medicine ball directly over your head with your arms and you extend it over your head Mm -hmm. and you just hold it Mm -hmm. for like a one to five minutes i think the most i've done is five minutes Mm -hmm. but you just hold it and then you put it down and you rest and then you hold it again. And so mm-hmm. it kind of works your arms and you, when you, if you like suck in your core, it works your core and then you can, and then you just walk. So mm-hmm. I think that's the exercise I'm going to focus on for, you, but for you don't now. Do, you don't do aerobic stuff? No, I don't. I hate walking. I just, I don't like cardio. I love, if I could just lose weight, like lifting weights, mm-hmm. I would do that. You know, what the 100%. problem is, is I, I, Okay. In theory, I love the elliptical machines. The problem is, is that the, the elliptical machines that I originally fell in love with, they don't make anymore. Now, all the elliptical machines, at least the ones at my gym, are the ones where the arms move too. Yes. I hate yeah. those ones. I hate I them. I hate them. I hate them. There used to be one that it was like a big, almost like a, a like it had like rails on the side, like you were doing stairs. And yeah. you kind of could just held up. That was the best elliptical machine ever. That was great. That was a yeah. great elliptical machine. They don't have those anymore. At least not the gym I go to. Maybe I got to change gyms because uh, I would do the elliptical machine all the day long if, if that was that elliptical machine. The ones with the arms, you can either go, you can only, you, you, it always immediately takes you from zero to 60. You can't control. I don't know how to work them that well. I'm trying yeah. to, because the, the great thing about those old, uh, elliptical machines was they had a very low low i think it's called like ple perceived level of exertion where that you were burning a lot of calories but you didn't feel like you were okay because of the low impact but if i could find those elliptical machines again god i would fucking join that gym in a heartbeat because the ones at the gym i go to right now i hate and then you're right i hate the treadmill i hate bikes i hate um i might do a stair one maybe 
Stairs I would love to do, but I get so burnt out. And I'm always afraid that I'm going to get tired and then fall to my death. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the ellipticals I can never get. So I, I don't know what it is about my knees, but like from the sit down, like let's say you're going to sit down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. From like, I would say uh, like a certain, after a certain point, like when I get to like, right, right when I'm about to, my, my thighs are about to be parallel to my knees, mm-hmm. my knees just give way. And I, so I always plop down on things. Mm-hmm. Like I can never just like sit down on something. Cause I just don't have that kind of knee strength. Mm-hmm. So when I'm on an elliptical, I feel like the same muscles needed. So when I'm going, when it does that loop around, when you come back around, yeah, I always do it too fast because mm-hmm. it's just my body weight going down. It's not my actual legs. Mm-hmm. So I can never get like a full rhythm going with mm-hmm. the, with the elliptical. Like I always feel like I, I stop and start so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. And the treadmill, I just, people always say, well, you just got to ratchet up the incline. No, it's like, there's not, no, I mean, unless, you know, (laughs) I mean, there's a reason why they have like TVs and stuff now on the, on the treadmills Mm because they're freaking boring. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I just, I. So wait, so what what are your, what are your goals for the coming week? I don't know if we got that. Did we? So my goal is to keep, yeah, sorry. I kind of muddled it around. My goal is to keep, uh, to try to do yoga, the yoga, the videos oh, right, at yes. least every other day. So Someone like, asked if it was Jessamir or Jessamine. If it was Jessamine, Lori. No, it's this thing called Ramwad. It's a okay. uh, Ramwad. Yoga. I feel like what, yeah. I feel like what the jocks called me in high school. <laughs> really? And what are you doing there, Ramwad? <laughs> Did <laughs> you ask this, them for clarification at, as to why they called you that? Look at this guy. What a Ramwad he is. <laughs> uh what were you like in high school were you like a were you like a nerd or were what were you like it's a very good question i'll tell you what it is laura the the, the answer is very simple i was basically invisible and i'll tell you why because what happened is actually a horrible story did you have a magical cloak oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh i started making a joke and you were like this is a horrible story well yeah what happened when i went to an all-boys high school in anaheim called servite Okay. okay. Oh, I know. I've heard of Survey. Yeah. And um, my freshman year, I got in kind of with like the nerdy kids. That's who I like the nerdy theater kids, right? And one of the kids was a black kid named Zaire. All okay. Right? And in my sophomore year, he and, I, he and I and another guy named Jerome, we were just sitting there. And the fucking other, like the cool, the cool hip kids, they were all fucking just racist white kids. But it was funny as the kid who I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a horrible story about what somebody did. He wasn't even white. He was a Mexican guy, right? But okay. at the direction of the mean white kids, like these, a bunch of these guys just walked. Zaire did nothing, but they walked up to him for no reason whatsoever, and they shoved a banana in his face and said, "Eat this monkey." <gasps> oh my yeah. god! And then, like, of course, Zaire got and fought with them and beat them up. Or like they got in a fight, and then Zaire was the one that got suspended. You know, oh, and I was right. like immediately, I was like, "Fuck." this i was just like fuck this so i probably would have been i probably was a theater nerd but i really was like invisible i just from that moment on i would eat my where would i eat my lunch i don't know where i would actually physically eat my lunch but i would then go to the library with my friends and and me and my little friends who were afraid of getting fucking bananas shoved in our faces uh just sat in the library and told jokes and felt safe in the library and then went to class so I didn't really eat with – I had, like, my small group of friends who have told jokes. But it's actually where I honed my comedy because the way I got back at them, and I actually still own them, is I used to draw little cartoons making fun of them. And I would get my – and then I would pass it around to my friends, these little cartoons making fun of the cool kids. And uh, it, what's funny is, in reality, what happened was – and so what happened was – uh, I always died at the end of the cartoons. I was the star of the cartoon, but it was it was always some funny way about how in history these kids were mean to me and they killed me. Right? 
Oh boy. Yeah, That's but no, but they but they were like hilarious. funny. They they were actually kind of fun. I still own them, and maybe I'll scan them and pu- and publish them somewhere on, on like Reddit. Oh, or something I'd love like that. to see it. Yeah, and then I used to write parodies of musicals about these people. So like, there's I did a whole parody of Aladdin. I did a parody of Jesus Christ Superstar. I did a parody of the Canterbury Tales, which isn't a musical. I wrote a whole thing of the Canterbury Tales, where like each mean person was a star of their little Canterbury Tales, and awful what happened to them. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, and so in high school, that's what I would do. I would just sit in class and, and, and in lunch and just draw mean things about people and, and write mean poems about people. But you know wow. what's so funny is I met this woman who became actually a popular writer. Um, and she had this idea. It was funny because the story she was telling me about how it was when she uh, actually told her, um, I guess, manager about this, right? Uh-huh. Um, she had a manager at the time. That he was like, oh, no, you could never write this book. Or so. I can't remember if she was trying to write a movie or a book. But I actually still love the idea. She never wrote it. But the idea was about these two goth girls. Imagine like Ghost World, right? Who hated, hated, everyone, okay. who hated everyone at their school, right? Yeah. So they go to the 50-yard... On, on like the big homecoming game, they go to the 50-yard line and they shoot themselves, Right. Oh. And, and they kill themselves in front of the whole school. It's their big revenge, right? But as their punishment, they're doomed to spend eternity at the high school as ghosts. Ah! <laughs> the high school that they hated so much. And that's what the book was about. Oh, but, my God. Yeah. That and, would be terrible. I know. So that's what it was. Anyway, well, what were you like in high school? Uh, I was... I was a dork. I feel like I would. Well, I was definitely a class clown, but that annoying class clown that like mm-hmm. wouldn't shut up, you know, that was just like, you know, like the the first year like comedian or improviser who's like, hey, what? Just paper towels are weird. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just like, yeah. I had a joke one time that I mean, honestly, really wasn't a joke, but it was just, uh, this one of our teachers was pregnant mm-hmm. and she was going to be in a choir thing. She was going to come out on stage mm-hmm. and sing to and like sing with us. And mm-hmm. so they, we were trying to figure out a, an ending number. So I said, well, what, what if we all had water bottles in our pants? And then when she, at the very end, we all just like crushed the water bottles and then pretended like all of our waters broke. Mm-hmm. And so everybody thought that was funny. I guess because it was like the only thing that wasn't like. What happens if we all just like do a a hand like a a point in the air? You know, it's just like you know, it's like an actual like fun response. Mm-hmm. But I just would not shut up about it. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned it like seven times, <laughs> like after that, because it just got a laugh, and I was like, <gasps> something I said was funny. Um, I ate lunch in the bathroom, mm-hmm. so. Uh, my mom, when I was growing up, she would like make fun of me and tease me. And she would tell me that kids what? in high school would be worse. And so I was always afraid because I was like, oh, God, my mom, my mom is terrible. So <laughs> if a if a teenager is worse than that, then who oh, boy, this is going to get awkward. Yeah, uh, I kind of felt like my, my but I, think, I don't think my parents meant to. I think my parents just thought because I was going to high school, they just thought everything was like the movie Meatball or something like that, and like, and like the, that the seniors would go, nerds, and then dump you in a trash can upside down. And so I was terrified yeah. at school because I thought that was going to happen to me. Yeah, I remember one time, because like... Meanwhile, so a guy shoved eat- a banana in my friend's face and said, eat this monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's actually like, uh, yeah, like uh, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Um. So uh, I would just so I was like on one hand like trying to make everybody laugh, but then on the other hand, if if I felt like anybody was, and I also would make fun of myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So I would try because I would try and like ease the tension. So I'd be like, oh, you know, ha ha ha. Like I one time during a fire drill got caught, got stuck under a desk. Mm-hmm. So I like tried to play that off of like, eh, wasn't that funny, guys? I'd be the first one to die. Uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> And so, uh, but so, but then also on the flip side, if at any point I felt like somebody was trying to like bully me or be mean to me because I was so afraid of what they would say, I would literally 
say the worst thing I could possibly think of to them. Oh, and okay. so then I ended up being the bully because it was just like, anytime somebody was slightly mean to me, I would just say terrible things. Like I remember there's this one girl Rose who was kind of a bitch in general. She was like the only person I feel like was like a quote unquote bully in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she uh i i had remember i was walking through like this outdoor our outdoor quad and she was like crying like a couple of days prior and she was her friends were talking and they were like your dad leaving is not your fault like that's between you and your mom and and then she like got mad at me for some reason that i was there and so she started picking on me and she would like call me fat and stuff like that so I, again, was wa- just happened to be walking and she she came up to me and she was like, you know, what are you doing here? I heard you coming a mile away. And so I w- literally walked up to her and I said, your friends are wrong. It's your fault that your dad left. And what? I just walked over. Yeah. No. I did. And she crumbled. She was so, I mean, honestly, like, cause I, and I did not think that it was going to get that much of a response. I, cause like, you gotta understand, like I came from like, my mom would say things and my dad would, and I would say, I would say terrible things and my mom. And then we would just be like an hour later, we'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Cause that's just how my family worked. So I just honestly thought like, I thought we were just training, training spars, train words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was just like, I thought we were saying things. And, you know, then you're going to, you know, and then we would be like, touche. And then we, you know, go off and do our own things. And it, yeah. And then I got like tagged as the asshole, which rightly so, because that was an asshole thing to do. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I just, it just came. I, so I think I was like, I would love to meet somebody from my high school and be like, what was I like in high school? Cause I have a, I feel like I have a very different idea of what I was like versus mm-hmm. what they think I was like. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, very good. Well, uh, let me just do really quickly what uh, I have going on. Uh, my goal for the week is to actually try. I I haven't been able to do this, so you you'll see, Lori. If if you get one of these Apple watches, you'll see uh, that you, you get these three rings you're supposed to close. And I'm able to close the three wing rings Monday through Friday very easily, but it's very hard for me to close the movement ring, the move ring. On the weekends, I close the activity one. I close the exercise one because I I work out for half an hour. I close the stand one because I stand up once every hour, right? But the movement yeah. ring that I can't figure out the algorithm for that. It, I I don't on the weekends I can't close it. Weekdays no problem. Weekends huge problem. So well, what are you doing on the weekdays that's different? Um, I think it has to do with that I'm moving a lot more on the weekdays. I'm like teaching, I'm doing this, and, blah, blah, blah. and on the weekends I'll chill more, I'll veg more, you know. But so oh, even though okay. I even though I work out and even though I stand up, um, I, I'm doing something where it doesn't work out. I got to figure that out. So the point is that I want to be able to have this week. So this meet the goal for this week is to try and eat better, but most importantly, try and close all three rings. All seven days to get a perfect score. All three rings, all seven days this week. That's my goal for this week. All right. Anything else from you, Lori? Uh, so next week is spring break for me. Mm-hmm. So my goal is not to cut out because next week is when I'm going to be cutting out soda mm-hmm. or caffeine in together. But my goal for this week is to cut down. Mm-hmm. So that way it's not as much of a headache inducing nightmare mm-hmm. as it usually has been. Okay. Um. And then I think my goal, most of my goals have to do with more upkeep than anything. Um, I cleaned out my car, so now I just have to get it washed. Uh, I just want to be able to, like, I have doctor's appointments I have to make. I want to make sure that I have things, like, in place to uh, to take care of myself, like the mm-hmm. sleep apnea thing. Um, my mor- I have a morning ritual now that I want to stick to, which is, like, I wake up at 8 I eat breakfast. I rinse my sinuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take a shower. I do yoga if it's like a, you know, if it's the day that I do yoga. And then I go to work. So that's kind of what I want. I'm hoping to keep going uh, is the morning routine. Because I think if I push myself to do a routine, uh-huh. then then I'll, you know, 
it'll eventually become a thing that I'm like, uh, okay, I need to do this. All right. All right. Very good. Well, Laurie, just an update before we say goodbye. I want to say a very special thank you to Brad Coley to, well, you know, I don't know if people want their names out because some of the people have their real names. Well, I know Brad Coley has his real name out there. Um, I'll say this. Very special thanks to Brad, Bella, Teresa, Jeremy, myself, Justin, Ray, Colby, and Kelly. Uh, those people have made donations. I will say that Colby... That's very sweet. Colby is the biggest donation by far. A very, 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 very generous donation that is uh, equal to three of these generous com- com- uh, contributions combined. A very, very generous donation from Colby Leonard. So right now on the tote board, Lori, we're at $123.08. We are 150 uh, let me see here. What is that? One hundred. That's really great. Yeah, two. So, if you're listening later, we are one hundred and fifty-six dollars short. Again, like I said, every little bit counts. One dollar, five dollars at undergradprep.org. Hit the donate button. Any one dollar, I said, even counts. Like that really helped. That push. That then that's one dollar closer, right? This is how you're buying Lori and Apple Watch. You're doing good to help Lori do good. Does that make sense? Or to help Lori do well, you're doing good, okay? To help Lori lose weight. So it's not just, you're not throwing money just to give Lori uh, an Apple Watch. We'll take care of that. That's the responsibility of Afterthought Media. But to really get going and to really, so everyone feels good, to put the good karma out there, donate to undergradprep.org. The money goes to a really good cause, buying books for these kids, uh, getting these kids uh, to get into college. So undergradprep.org, hit the donate button. Well, if we can get the money, that's the same equivalent for an Apple Watch. Afterthought Media, a separate company and a separate bank account, will buy lower than Apple Watch. All right. Well, with that, uh, that's going to conclude this edition of Fat Camp. Join us next week as Lori and I continue to check in and help each other accomplish our goals. Until then. Oh, is it my turn? Get away, Jason Statham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I thought I was here to do an interview. Lori Roggenkamp hosts her own podcast called The Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. It's available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at L-R-O-G-G and on Twitter at Lori Roggenkamp. That's L-A-U-R-I-R-O-G-G-E-N-K-A-M-P. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. Fat Camp is an Afterthought Media production. Oh, that noise is so gross, Lori. I'm doing it on purpose now.